it's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. How old were you when you knew you wanted to be on the radio? Me? Yeah. Considering I sat in a closet and <laughs> He's <still> broadcast <laughs> and broadcast uh, the Red Sox play by play, I was probably eight or nine. Did you have a tin can and a string? What do you mean? <laughs> my father, my father bought me a Radio Shack or Lafayette Radio Electronics. One of the two bought me a mic and a speaker huh? with huh? an amp. So there was a speaker downstairs, and I had a mic in the. At a closet. How old are you, approximately? Degrees. You know, I bet eight or ten. Eight or eight ten, or okay. Yeah, you know. uh, I knew when I was about seven years old and met a radio DJ broadcasting live from the grand opening of a W.T. Grant's department store that that was what <laughs> I was going to do with my life. And as soon as I was old enough, probably freshman in high school, a friend of mine who was an electronics guy built a bootleg radio transmitter. Oh, oh no. So I was actually a radio station owner before I was ever an employee. <laughs> <laughs> Hence your neuroses all these years. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Guilt. And and <laughs> Kelly, how about you? Uh, at what age did you know you wanted to be on the radio? Oh, wow. Um, it's kind of hard to say because when I was five, I, I was glued to the radio, and then I saw a remote broadcast, which fascinated me. I don't know if that was mm. the seminal moment. I think when I was a part of the uh, Little Brothers, you know, Big Brothers, Little Brothers, I was a Little Brother, Fatherless mm. Boys organization. They took me into the radio station to do a PSA. Ah. And uh, I stayed up all night to listen to it. Wow. And. I did, but in fact, the whole thing fascinated me, and I think I'm, that might have been the one that okay. it. But you yeah. also saw a remote broadcast. That, that Those were grooming young DJs, those remote Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, and, yeah. And in freshman year, I was in a junior achievement radio club mm -hmm. where we got to broadcast on a real radio station. Great organization. When uh, my family's dentist was in an office building where in the basement there was a AM daytimer country station in the basement. And Daytime. so when my sister was in the chair, I went downstairs and, and I could see a guy on the air. He actually put me on the air. I can't it was It was like Tex Pavel or something mm -hmm. like that. And <laughs> Did he give you candy Tex. and touch you in any bad place? <laughs> no, he didn't. But okay. he threw me on the air. He was so bored sitting in the basement yeah. of this, you know, West Hartford. That's so, so. funny because I did something like that when I was. Yeah, at yeah. It's very really odd. But I, I remember it like it was yeah. yesterday. I was at like a summer camp. And there was a radio station around the corner from it. You could see the tower. And I hitchhiked yeah. to the radio station and walked in, and there was a bored guy running the adult contemporary station, and he <laughs> let me segue the records for him so he could go outside and smoke. <laughs> that well, what is was true. He smoking, that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you break into the industry. Sure. That's how most people yeah, yeah. broke in. That's right. There you go. What's interesting now is that anyone can do radio. And yeah. please make no mistake, this podcast is radio. It's radio with added features. You can listen to it whenever you want. Yeah. You can pause it, rewind it, fast forward it. But uh, there are more Turn it up, turn it down, <laughs> record it, collect them with your friends, trade yeah. them all. <laughs> but there are more podcasts out now than you can shake a stick at uh, the way I look at what's happening to radio now is the way I looked at photos when digital cameras came out. <laughs> yeah. 
there is uh, there 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 are more photos than ever. And um, you know, remember how computers we're going to save paper because everything's going to be digital, and then there's more printers, and we cut down more trees than ever. We have more radio than we've ever had before. So many good shows. You can listen whenever you want. You still have the terrestrial radio if you want it. Yeah. But here, we have no rules. I shouldn't say that. We, we are still distributed by monstrous corporations that will yes. find a way to monetize this. And, you know, pretty much, I mean... Let's and, put it, and just charge us to do it. <laughs> well, they ha then they don't want to charge us because, like Facebook, we're creating content for them for free. Uh, so w they're happy to, you know, they're happy to have us work for them for free. Yeah. <laughs> I do predict that at some point in the semi near future, in yes. order to carry your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, whoever will insist on the right to run an ad. Ah, yes. To, but much uh, like what YouTube has done, yeah. Yes, and Pornhub. With OTT. Uh, is it Pornhub, right? You can, yeah. so you can verify that. Story. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Hey, listen, as long as we're going down memory lane, I had to have Actually, I was just talking about the future, but please <laughs> grab the wheel. <laughs> Let me slam the brakes on this. Sure. I had to have, when I started, a, you needed a third-class radio, radio telephone operator's license. And I license. had to go to Customs House in Boston. You know what? We it. should create a podcaster's license. It's <laughs> brilliant. Oh, I love this. Yes. <laughs> I had to go to New like York. Trump and, University. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to go to New York and take that test. Did you take yeah. that test on Canal Street in New York, about the, down in the whatever that district was called? Well, for me, it was Customs House in Boston, that big oh. tall building near Faneuil Hall. Okay. Yeah. Did you pass it first time? I did, yeah. I remember it was really silly. It was something about, this is a VU meter. What, you know, <laughs> what does VU stand for? Too far to the right. What do you, does it mean? Do you know what VU stands for? You know, I don't at this point. Volumetric units. Volumetric, oh, volumetric units. units. Yes, of course. I'm sorry. You're right. Dad. Said, said okay. the Canadian who never got the license That's for right. anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to the present and the future. Yes. We're grateful that you're here listening to our podcast. Each week, we pick several interesting topics and dive in to who we are. And so far, the numbers are holding up, by the way. Uh, oh. Yeah, we have yeah. a good, we have a good boot. We're like a micro brew. <laughs> yes, an acquired taste. Well, we have a regional, you know, uh, dedicated group of followers. Yeah. Uh, it numbers in the thousands, not the not the hundreds of thousands yeah. or the millions, uh, but we're able to. We're able to basically every week. There's a few more people, just a few. Right, and so, I get Facebook it, re requests from Seattle all the yes, time. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, and a couple of requests about you, Ed. Oh, uh, people have stopped asking Zip to talk more. So Zip, I think you're talking at the right <laughs> amount. <laughs> okay, Ed. Okay, people but... have said they miss the bits that we used to play that you voice. Oh, uh, yeah, really? Because yeah. you hated them. <laughs> well, I didn't hate them. You just um, didn't like them, that's all. I didn't make a big deal out of them because I thought right. it was just a cool thing that we would use them for transitions. But I probably sent you unintentional, passive-aggressive bad vibes because I didn't love them up, right? Right. right. Well, I guess. Well, that's kind of been your MO, though. It is. I'm a show yeah. host. If yeah. I'm not a bit of an asshole, I don't keep this job. <laughs> 
And you have marvelous introspection for a man your age. Someone said you're very self-aware for an asshole. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, anyway, so someone wants those back. I wondered, because we never talked Uh, about it, whether the... um, uh, what was it? The Galactic Comedy Network? No, I know what it is. Universal Comedy <laughs> Network. <laughs> yes. Whether they had got upset that we were using them in our podcast? No, no, I don't think so. I, but I would, I would sooner ask uh, forgiveness than permission. Okay. Frankly. In other words, yeah. we're they don't know we're using them. It well, it's dual use. I'm the guy on them. Right. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, beginning next week, we'll have Ed's bits back, okay. and uh, because I'm an honest semi semi honest. Yes. person i will uh call mr graham and ask him and just let him know we're doing it and say i want to make sure it's all right we'll plug him every podcast Your funeral. Yeah. <laughs> should i do that or not <laughs> you feel free to do it ah, every year. Like. because if he says no i'd rather yeah you know what i mean you're word, hoping, aren't you? Well, yeah, this pa- is your passive-aggressive nature. I know you. The, you're, you're, you are subversive is what you are, So, uh, uh, to, uh, Passive-aggressive is a term that's misused <laughs> as if there was something wrong with being passive-aggressive. <laughs> yes. It's like exploitation. That's another... Mm-hmm. I was hiking with my son, and we were talking about the word exploitation. Yeah. And I said, did you know it's a good word? This is Keith, uh, I assume. Yeah. We were hiking on a mountain, and I told him okay. the story about how... When I was, you know, working to make a show bigger, I would exploit things that were going on in the news. I would exploit, you know, with the Orioles Marathon, I exploited a losing streak to create a positive event. And exploitation is a good thing. It's actually, it's it's a way to make something bigger. Now, it can be a bad thing if you uh, make people do things against their will. That's bad exploitation. You know, there's just a soundtrack that goes with the Gonna build a mountain from a little hill. Gonna build a mountain, and I know I will. Mm-hmm. But if you exploit, for example, an open market, and you create something that there's a market for, and you fill a need, uh, then you're very successful. Like, like for example, Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Yes. He saw that there were all these mom-and-pop shops and warehouses, and there were all these products made. Made at big companies, and he saw that the products had to go to warehouses and then distributors, and then they had to go to stores where they had to pay people seven bucks an hour, and they had to pay for heat and air conditioning and insurance. And he said, hmm, I'm not going to make a damn thing, but I'm going to get the products from the manufacturers to the people at their house using their clickable phone. They're going to not believe that I sent the stuff to them for free. But really, all I had to do was put a whole bunch of people out of business to do it and just get the products right from your phone to you. We didn't need all those other brick and mortar. And I could sell the books and and send them on the government dime. Well, and we'll be south. We'll start with just books. We'll just say we're like just like a little bookstore. And And then eventually we'll go to space and we'll conquer other planets, too. (laughs) The first book will be written by Sam Walton. Yes, yes. It will be called Efficiencies in Retail. <laughs> and I'm going to steal every secret yeah. for that. So I guess expo- yeah. exploitation can be bad anytime you overdo it, but um, that's the way it goes. Oh, so Keith and I were hiking, mm-hmm. and the subject of Twisted Tunes came up, and he said, how come you don't do more Twisted Tunes? And you've asked that, Ed. I have. And I said, you know, we've done a few, but they don't rock the world the way they used to. 
Hmm. And and I said, I don't think people give a shit about song parody. I think our whole the world is a parody of a world where people once respected each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't see even really good ones. I don't. I, they're cute, but I after I play it twice, I'm like, I'm not going to beat it to death. But they've always been that popcorn thing, you know that yes. ephemeral humor that 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 paper boat that goes out on the lake and sinks under the water after two hours. Maybe I was just delusional, and I thought they were important. <laughs> At the time, they were though. Self-aware for an asshole, by the way. I gotta say that. (laughs) Do you think the standards of what constitutes entertainment and/or content have become more diminished thanks to social media and everybody? Uh, Yes, and that's why Yanni is out of work. Yeah, I don't know if is diminished. I I don't know if diminished is right, but I think you're onto something. Zip diluted. I think that um, the attention span. And the amount of entertainment choices we have have exploded so much that it takes, uh, well, first of all, our attention span is shorter and the uh, number of times we will listen to the same thing is also shorter. So with, when I would do a parody, we might play it for three weeks, yeah, twice a day. With requests. Right. And if we do a parody now, it's kind of cute. But after two or three plays, I'm like, yeah, it's not. And also... I never felt that parodies were original. Like, I admire people who write songs, and I admire people who create entirely original things. I always thought the parody was, in some sense, the bastard Exploiting? child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I thought, it, look, it's commentary, so I believe in commentary. Yes. And I even and love opinions, except that I'd like those opinions to be based on some actual reporting and facts. Uh-huh. But uh, anyway, the, where all this is leading to is, as, it, uh, as uh, Keith and I were discussing on the trail, I, I said to him, I scoured the internet because at this age, I'm older, and I won't say I'm lazy, but I, I don't want to work as hard as I used to. And I, don't, I, can't, smart. I can't even afford it. I don't even need to be smart, <laughs> but I can't afford it to hire people, you know, tons of musicians. I used to work on a song for like days. And I said, I can't do it if, if it's not that important. And I've gone on YouTube and I've looked all over and all the parodies suck. They always have, Bob. You were the guy that made them not suck. <laughs> Don't you know that? Maybe, but Weird Al. <laughs> I thought it was somebody else's turn to take over and me to ride their coattails. <laughs> anyway, so a- as we're driving home. Yes. He says, well, I've got a, there's a guy who's doing songs and I've got, I've got to, you know, play you his special. And I've already plugged him once on this show. That's Bo Burnham, who's from Massachusetts. Zip, uh, you know, probably feeling like, oh, Bob's plugging this. I should probably look it up and see what it is. (laughs) Right, Zip? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Begrudgingly. <laughs> so he goes on YouTube and watches some old clip and says, nah, it's not for me. It's too esoteric. And so tonight I wanted to uh, break a little rule and play a little Bo Burnham and make sure you hear the genius of what he's doing right now. Um, and so I have three songs from his, I believe it's a Netflix special, 
called Inside. During the entire pandemic, Bo Burnham, who's a YouTube star with 400 million views, who's only 30 years old and got started in 2006. Right. So do the math. Yeah. He's was well he 14 or something when he started? Uh-huh. Anyway, he did a special that's now nominated for a ton of Emmys entirely alone in his room. He wrote the songs. He directed. He starred. He had the equipment. He has money, the lighting. He plays all the instruments. And tell me if this guy isn't Broadway material. I mean, he's so huge. In fact, tonight we're watching a movie, which I will also recommend because it's on, ooh, I forget what service it's on. Oh, we had to pay for it, five ninety nine. dollars It's called Ouch. A Promising Young Woman. Have you ever heard of this movie? Ah, oh, that sounds familiar. Heavy topic. Um, it's about a woman whose best friend was repeatedly sexually assaulted by a drunken party of people training to be doctors. It's got elements of, uh, you know, the dude who uh, was made a Supreme Court justice. What was his name? Clarence oh. Thomas. Clarence Thomas? Not Clarence Thomas. The one who loved yeah. beer. The one who cried about how much he loved beer. Um, Ooh. during the Trump the, yeah the confirmation hearings come on yeah, oh oh uh, oh Kavanaugh yes Justice Kavanaugh so it's got Just, yeah. it's that kind right. of a story only this woman is going out because her friend had this happen to her she quit medical school anyway I'm not going to give you away much except for that Bo Burnham is the co-star he's a great actor so uh, he, this guy is he's a huge huge star in the making and I'm going to play three songs during the podcast. We'll start with this one. It's simply called Shit. <laughs> I like it already. Do you like it already? <laughs> I do, for sure. How we feeling out there tonight? <laughs> yeah. I am not feeling good. Wake up at 11.30, feeling like a bag of shit. Oh no! All my clothes are dirty, so I'm smelling like a bag of shit. Go to pour my coffee and I miss my cup. OMG, that is just my luck. Look in the mirror, say what's up, you useless fuck. Are you feeling what I'm feeling? I haven't had a shower in the last nine days. Ah, staring at the ceiling and waiting for this feeling to go away. Go away I'm not really feeling like I want to get lit Tell us how you're feeling Well, I feel like shit Oh, shit Feeling like a saggy massive sack of shit Oh, shit Big ol' motherfucking duffel bag of shit Oh, shit All day, all shit I'm not really feeling like I want to get lit Tell us how you're feeling I'm feeling like shit Ladies, yeah. do you feel like shit? Tell me, do you feel like shit? Oh yeah Fellas, are you feeling like shit? Tell me, are you feeling like shit? Oh yeah do you feel like shit? Tell me, do you feel like shit? Oh yeah. Fellas, are you feeling like shit? Tell me, are you feeling like shit? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, do you see why we don't need a broadcast tower in the FCC anymore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah. It's. Uh, I. I. I hear a little Eminem influence in there. Now, Zip, you love that soulful music, that funk. Yes. 
I, Give him um, that yeah, that's, yeah. That's well, yeah, you sound like Doctor no, Smith. No, I think he, I think he, uh, he patched together a bunch of uh, samples. You yeah. know, those uh-huh. are samples and Ooh. sample tracks. I'm not so sure he played them, but um, well, he harmonized you know, the voices, obviously. This oh, is, oh, no, 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 no doubt he recorded the stuff. Yeah, but I think it's assembled samples. Yeah. You know, uh, what do you uh, mean? So you don't believe well, he could have possibly been good enough to do that? Oh, yeah, no. Maybe he was. But, but, <laughs> I love when your voice but, goes up. You're always lying no, when your voice goes but, up. <laughs> but, I mean, I've used the same kind of stuff in some of the jingles that I've done. It, it's just it's clips of you know, guitar parts and stuff. And, okay. You know, yeah. So you, you, he's probably not that talented. Let me play no, one. No, I didn't say <laughs> that. Let me play one more song for you. <laughs> All right, are you ready for another song? Sure. All right. Let's see if you think the guy's any good. After you hear this. <laughs> hey kids, today we're going to learn about the world. The world that's around us is pretty amazing. But how does it work? It must be complicated. The secret is the world can only work when everything works together. A bee drinks from a flower and leaves with its pollen. A squirrel in a tree spreads the seeds that have fallen. Everything works together. The biggest elephant, the littlest fly. The gophers underground, the birds in the sky. And every single cricket, every fish in the sea gives what they can and gets what they need. That is how the world works. From A to Zebra to the worms in the dirt That's how it works Hey everyone, look who stopped by to say hello (laughs) It's Socko Hey Where you been, Socko? I've been where I always am when you're not wearing me on your hand In a frightening liminal space between states of being not quite dead, not quite alive. It's similar to a constant state of sleep paralysis. Sako, we were just talking about the world and how it works. Boy, that sounds complicated. Do you have anything you'd want to teach us about the world? I wouldn't say anything that you probably haven't already said yourself. I don't know about that, Sako. How about you give it a try? All right. The simple narrative taught in every history class is demonstrably false and pedagogically classist. Don't you know the world is built with blood and genocide and exploitation? (laughs) The global network of capital essentially functions to separate the worker from the means of production and the FBI killed Martin Luther King. Private property's inherently theft and neoliberal Liberal fascists are destroying the left And every politician, every cop on the street Protects the interests of the pedophilic corporate elite That is how the world works That is how the world works Genocide the natives say you got to it first That's how it works That's pretty intense no shit. What can I do to help? Read a book or something, I don't know. Just don't burden me with the responsibility of educating you. It's incredibly exhausting. I'm sorry, Sako. I was just trying to become a better person. 
Why do you rich fucking white people insist on seeing every socio-political conflict through the myopic lens of your own self-actualization? This isn't about you. So either get with it or get out of the fucking way. Watch your mouth, buddy. <laughs> Remember who's on whose hand here. But that's what I... Have you not been fucking listening? We are in all right, all in a, right. Wait, wait, wait. No, please. I don't want to go back. <laughs> I can't go... I can't go back. Please. Please. I'm sorry. Are you going to behave yourself? Yes. Yes. What? Yes, sir. Look at me. <laughs> yes, sir. That's better. That is how the world works. That is how the world works. I hope you learned your lesson. I did and it hurt. That's how it works. All right. <laughs> I hope you learned your lesson. I did and it hurt. I know you have to see the video. No, he plays. He's a real player. Whoops, I got to turn that down. That, that is impressive. All right. Whoa, that, that is impressive. He is pretty impressive, yeah. Yes. It is very Broadway-like, big time. Oh, oh. That, and there's one more song um, I'm going to play at the end of the show called Welcome to the Internet. And then it's the Randy Rainbow Hour. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. After my son, after I'd finished telling him there's nothing good out there, knowing's, no one's writing great comedy, you know, my 37-year-old son went, yeah, Dad, uh, let me show you something. And I went, oh, I'm out of the loop. You have to know young people, and preferably smart young people, Yes, probably. Or you'll be a huge Kardashians fan. <laughs> Good point, Bob. No, to know what's going on. Um, yes. And they trade and, you know, word of mouth things so fast, yes. whereas, you know, we're caught up in old habits. So, and, and when I say we, I'm being the self-aware asshole that I am. <laughs> so uh anyway i hope you guys like that i realized that plugged them a couple of weeks ago without any you know real example examples and so this week i worked on how i could edit audio rip it which is uh, a kinder term than steal it and then yes put it drag it into the podcast player so ah look well, at you yeah be careful what you wish for <laughs> okay okay um so so quickly just for a second to jump back where you're talking about what makes content or what makes something you know why does uh what was that baby shark what's that song baby, baby shark why does why does that become universal and part of the culture uh you know why does more cowbell yeah well, no. Do you know what I mean? There's this, what is what it makes about? something a hit is the age-old right. question of not and just music, but also marketing, movies, yeah. of all media. What makes it viral? Because we have this new... Isn't it weird that we created this crazy new phrase called viral and then a, a few years program. later... <laughs> <laughs> like, God's up there like, you guys didn't yeah. invent viral. Let me show you what I mean. <laughs> You think that's viral? Watch this. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. the age-old question, Zip. Last week, I loved what we talked about last week. Like, why does every human being who ever lives for the next 10,000 years know exactly what the Mona Lisa is? 
Right. And why is that painting above, you know, and there's only a handful of paintings that are like that. And the Baby Shark song, that's a perfect, uh, is that a hula hoop? Or in a thousand years, will the Romulans and the Ferengi and the Starfleet people sit down with their kids and go, and, and in the background, the replicator will replicate baby shark tapes. And, you know, Will that be a thing like Mickey Mouse is a thing? No. It'll be metal bands going, baby shark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that, but I mean, is that long lasting? And, and I don't know any way to predict. Huh. I was uh, listening years ago to a legendary radio broadcaster from WOR New York, a guy named Gene Shepard, who is was super famous. Mm-hmm. He wrote he wrote plays, he wrote books, he did one man shows. He wrote a book called "In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash," a fantastic right. book. And anyway, I, and so I have ancient radio shows of him, which I listened to for inspiration when I was a kid, seven years old talking about when we got into radio, we used to camp out so we could listen to his show that came on at 10.15, and he did a 45-minute talk show. I swear to God, it was a podcast. Today, it it could only be a podcast. Right. Great storyteller. Anyway, he once did a show about the Beatles and about how trashy they were and how, unlike the great classical music of the Renaissance (laughs) era, this stuff was trash and would never hang around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so, like some of the old Rolling Stones reviews when you read them, <laughs> music reviews. Oh, things they hated. Yeah, yeah. Dark Side of the Moon. Well, they should have really spent some time <laughs> writing some good music. Yeah. So I don't know what makes something yeah. a hit. Uh, we did invite Spike O'Neill to join us this week, and uh, if you guys are ready to bring him on board, bring him on. Bring we'll it. Do that. Uh, we also have a list of topics. I thought the first one, the one you requested, Ed, uh, would be something to pitch to Spike because he, like yourself, is a voice mimic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he'll be joining us in just a moment or two. We'll do that. Also, um, several questions to ask tonight. Should news be free? Will be one of our topics. Free from what? Oh, Spike, you're there already. <laughs> All right, free I, from bias, free from bullshit, free from what? Well, we're talking about human beings, right? <laughs> Not necessarily. Pandas <laughs> love the news. Yeah. No, but I mean, we're always, if, if it's human, we're always going to have bias, bullshit, mistakes, and all of that. But let's do this topic now. Um, lately, I've been really frustrated because I have this natural urge to take people I know who I don't view people as smart or stupid anymore. I just view them as God's children. <laughs> God, your, your mother did good work, Bob. Good work. How, how benign. But hold on. And by the way, anytime I was angry at someone, my mom would say, God's not finished with them yet. Yeah. In other words, give them a chance. You're not. The that's mom. when you, that, yeah. that's when you help people get to God, right? <laughs> so so you work on. on them directly. Yeah. So uh, so what I've tried to do is, and I know you argue with people on Facebook more than Ed or Zip, so it's good to have you here for this discussion. Moi? Uh, <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> yes. I watch you. He I, says aghast. <laughs> I occasionally do it, but really with short, you know, I, I, I hoist them by their own petard, but I don't 
I don't pull the news. Yeah, right. So, and what I try to do is forward articles. But here's the problem. Every time I forward someone an article that totally is something they need to know, mm-hmm. they write back and go, I'm not subscribing to the Washington Post because the article says, you must be a subscriber. And it occurred to me that this has already happened once in American history. There was a period of history, and Spike, you're good at history, maybe you know this, where it looked like only rich people were going to be able to have books. And we created something called the public library to make sure that the uneducated had a chance to be educated. That was part of the system that put the power of self-governance in the hands of all people. Mm -hmm. I mean, initially it was white men, white property owners were the ones who got to decide. The reason we have an electoral electoral college problem right now is because they did fear that the populace would be too stupid to elect the right people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's why there was the, the popular vote was not the initial way mm-hmm. for presidents to be or executives to be elected. But as public education became an economic factor, a well-educated population provides better, produces better. You know, self-governs better, so they figured out right. education was valuable to, even the rich people could benefit from the poor people being better educated. Oh, boy, you're the, pretty the good library. at this history stuff, isn't he, guys? Yeah, amen. Yeah. So it's intimidating uh, is what it is. <laughs> no, no, are you kidding? I want to exploit him right now. So yeah, listen go, in. go for it. Um, so, it, and that was the thinking behind investing in libraries and letting people who couldn't afford to buy books read books, that it would make the country a better country. Exactly. Okay. Did you see the Tom Hanks movie News of the World? Uh uh-uh. uh. Was it News of the World or um, World News, I think, or whatever? He was a news reader in post Civil War Western America. And his That's job right, was yes. to take the latest news headlines that would be telegraphed to the, the nearest town that was big enough for a telegraph, mm-hmm. get printed out the latest news, and go from town to town to read the news to people. Wow. wow. Cable TV. That's what he was. He was. He was a. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was a. Prescient. Tom Hankety. He was Tom Hankety or <laughs> ha- Rachel Maddow, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Remember, the news used to actually have a requirement that it be somewhat factual and provide mm-hmm. equal time for opposing viewpoints. So, thank uh, you, Gipper. Yeah. So here's the here's the boggle. Um, since. Most of what's free clickbait news has an agenda and is not even really factual. It's opinions. And opinions are wonderful, by the way. I love opinions. Um, Debating and having a reasoned argument with someone is one of the most fun things there is to do. But since virtually everybody I know doesn't pay for news... What they're getting, like for TV, if you don't pay for TV, if you just watch reality shows, are you missing out on the best society has to offer? Of course you are, right? Damn straight. So I don't know. I'm Kardashians. They're great, man. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> Kardashians. Presidential. So here's the thought I have, and I, and I don't know if anybody will ever discuss this, but I believe that when I... Uh, so there was one article which I sent to Zip and Ed, and I realized you can't load this article because you guys don't pay Jeff well, Bezos I, to subscribe. But I just did. You did load the article. No, I I, pay, I just paid for the subscription. He subscribed <laughs> for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Wow. 
They well, got you for a hundred bucks. Well, for the second year, it's it's forty for the first year. Boy, they saw you coming. <laughs> damn, damn! I could have copied and put, you know the, the the headline and found it elsewhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick of doing that. It's not working yeah. smart anymore. So um, does does Ed's neighbors go? Wow, there goes Ed Kelly. Man, he pays for his news. No, well, I respect up. journalists. No, and mostly people don't know who pays and who doesn't. And mm. and I have a friend. I have several friends who are really smart and really good people. Like the kind of people who wouldn't cheat on their first wife while dating their second wife and cheat on the second wife while dating the third wife and pay off a porn star while they have a newborn kid at home. I mean, I know these people are not like that. <laughs> but um, but I happen to know that they don't have access to, um, in, in like, when it comes to information, they can pick between two sides. And there's a, there's a kind of person... Who um, there's a tug of war between helping people up and helping big business to make sure everybody has jobs, and somehow those two got split uh, apart because both of those things are very important to do. As Spike pointed out, historically, it's a smart investment in the health of all society to take care of everyone and to make sure that you don't have famine and violence in the streets and all of that stuff, you have to have a somewhat fair system of opportunity for everybody. I mean, that's the whole idea of America. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a precursor to revolt. Yeah. Well, exactly. And and yet we are in a time now where people have no sense of history uh, on, on either political side, by the way. Uh, people believe that the more I can ridicule the other side, the better of a patriot I am. And I... Simply don't buy that. Uh, in fact, I think that what we desperately need now, and it's all caused, I believe, by the Internet. I think we desperately need all news to be free via a public library. And I think the major newspapers could line up and say, hey, if you can't afford All three? All three of them, yeah. <laughs> well, wow. and periodicals, too. I can go to the library and I can read The Atlantic, right? Hello, I'm Robert Siegel. Coming up, the news. Stay tuned. I can read uh, Field and Stream or Better Homes and Gardens at the library. Better Homes and Gardens. So, yeah, from, from 1994. Yeah. <laughs> so, but here's, here's the thing. Almost like a Spotify for information... It ought not to be it like I I could be elite and subscribe to the paper and get some bennies and bonuses and upgrades, yeah. but everyone should be able to read. You know the basic channels of news. Isn't that America? Well, just make them pay for the last paragraph. Are you talking give pre the or whole post story. Murdoch? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Beetle Bailey, give him three panels, make him pay for the fourth, whether Sarge pummels him or he gets away with it. Right? They don't I mean, do you that. Still know, you okay. still know there's a, there's a soldier Bailey. named Beetle. You still know he's in trouble with Sarge. He's a bit of a screw up. <laughs> now, it's been a long while since any of us have been to a public library, right? Big brick buildings that have Or read Beetle Bailey for yeah, that matter. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. But... Um, I've been dating myself. It's fabulous. <laughs> I, I appreciate the jokes, but is it a, is it a terrible idea? I, I personally think the system still does exist. 
I think there are enough people who have real regular airborne TV. I mean, I live in an elite leftist you know community where you got to pay to get anything to your house. Mm-hmm. But there are still free channels out there, and there are still free news services out there. Uh, it's all junk. Well, the problem the problem is, like Ed said, he cares about reporters. They don't pay reporters. The reason there isn't news is because they don't pay reporters anywhere. They get no. 10 reporters that write stories for 140 papers. Yeah, but hold on. Even, even the reporters who are paid on ad-supported media, they make their money not by whether it's good. They make their money by how long they can hold your earball or your eyeballs. Yeah, it's clicks now. It's a tool of engagement. Yes, and the more it, it, well, the more well, drama and the more divisive yeah. it is, the more it riles people up. Right. Well, you're not talking about news now. You're talking about engagement, and that's different. The, right, like, right. the chef yeah. at a good strip joint, he makes that's a good chef, chef. <laughs> but the ladies out front taking their clothes off, that's the engagement. He's just trying to feed you. Okay? Right. I haven't been in touch with you for a while. How are things going, Spike? I missed you guys. I've missed you. Um, you missed too. I was good. Hello, boys. Did you miss me? And I give you five bucks and tell me what, what movie is that from. Yeah. Five bucks and um, tell me what movie that's from. No idea. Oh, Joker. Come on. Joker? Nope, nope. nope. Work, 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 Not work, a Batman work, work. Movie. Hello, boys. Did you miss me? Work, 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 work. I can't get it in the think about Not your secretary. Thank you. Good tip, Hetty. That's from that's from Blazing Saddles. Work, oh, work, work, okay. work, work. Hello, boys. Did you miss oh, me oh, when he looks oh, over right, at boobs? Right, 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 right. right. Sorry. So the library uh, idea. Anyway, I'm th- I'm throwing it out there because I think the first off, the public library is a place for you to catch the Delta variant right now. It's not a real thing. And uh, the pub- why would the public library not be on the Internet? And the answer is, of course, that if we made it too easy to get to the public library, maybe nobody would buy this stuff. But I think we can measure it. I, I think we can Spotify it. And I think we can have people apply for a library card. I think that uh, given how much money we spent in Afghanistan, and we'll get to that later. Ugh. Uh, how is it we aren't allowing our population to be educated and we're distracting all of their time and getting them all divisive and angry? Mr. Carnegie, you do know that the railroads are built, <laughs> don't you? Right. So, enough of that. All right, uh, Spike, uh, we have a question specifically for you. Okay. Ed Kelly uh, did an audition. Is the audition already done? Which one? The one where you need to uh, do a Pacific Northwest accent. Oh, I, I did it already, yeah. Oh, so it's too late. All right, looking back, um, yeah. uh, belated birthday greetings, um, Ed was asked to do a Pacific Northwest accent, and he said he didn't quite know what it was. And I know you are you know, still have a little bit of a Baltimore accent. I never heard a Pacific Northwest accent. Is there one? Yes, there is. No, there isn't. I, okay. I would beg how, to differ there, my friend. M-O-T-H. How would you sp- pronounce the word M-O-T-H? Mot her. Duh. <laughs> M-O-T-H? Um, Moth. <laughs> Moth. But, Bob, you're no, not no. indigenous Mother. to the Pacific North. Okay. Well, well neither am I, so it's not really fair to me. Right, I'm, not, exactly. I'm not fair arbiter of... Yeah, but I figured um, you would have mother. noticed in 30 years. Well... The only true, uh, the only true, I'll get, I'll get real leftist on you. The only oh, true North, uh, Northwest accent is. That's Pacific Northwest, yeah. 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 Um, the Snoqualmie tribe, very, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Let's give it a big very, you got to play to win, baby. Can you do the Tulalips, too. Love, Let's offend all the of them while we're here. Yeah. The no, but he's right. Native, those are Native Americans. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. 
Um, and there's a strong Norwegian population that first settled the Northwest. So okay. that's right. if there's if there's an English dialect to the Northwest, it's probably of a Norwegian or a Scandinavian bent. Oh. But one, one of the one of the things that there are places in America where like like where rivers meet, where um, <laughs> accents cancel out. I'm serious. Like where accents cancel out each other. Right. Indiana is famous for not really having an accent. Dave Dave Letterman will tell you the reason he was able to go national was because he was from Indiana, and there's really not an Indiana accent. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think there's truly a Northwest accent. It's not. It's not like Brooklyn or something like that, you know. And you and you get go to Philly, hon, and you start talking like this there, and that's what Balmer gets. Is that kind of stuff? You mentioned I still have a Baltimore accent. I went back right. for a week, and I can't. I came back, hon, going Danny, going Danny Ocean, eating some crabs, <laughs> going to Brecky's, going chasing the Orioles around. I'm gonna go to Cleveland, see the Orioles. You know, the Cleveland don't even call them Indians no more. No way, man. They call them Guardians. What's you Guardians, sound man? Just like my friend David, who refuses to subscribe to any newspapers because he gets everything he needs from talk radio. <laughs> see, now I study with Pat Fraley or Frawley, depending on how you pronounce it, who is in L.A., and he said if you're gonna do Pacific uh, Northwest or you know that side of the country that moth becomes moth moth the, yes oh that sounds more boston there's a moth uh, flying moth? towards the light moth, hmm. moth i say moth but that's because i'm from back east all right there are so you want to try, so i guess i got a true northwest accent is <laughs> You just have to take out all the consonants. That's all you yeah, got to do. Right. Is is grunge still a thing? Are there new? Uh, is there any new grunge, or did it really? Uh, was it just the nineties? They should dress up a little more. Mm. <laughs> um, it's it, it's um there that 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 moment we were here, Bob. We were literally at the center of the universe. Oh, it was it like was being amazing. in London in the sixties. It was like being in yeah. Haight Asbury yeah. in the late sixties. It was one of a, one of a kind, and it was more the bands than it was the, the city. I mean, that's a stupid thing to say, but it was the talent level. Yeah, incredible talent. Pearl Jam, Alice, Soundgarden, Mud, Honey, Nirvana, and I wouldn't put them last for any by based on merit. I've I've refallen in love with how great Nirvana was. I took them for granted. Yeah, I, I really, took them for really, granted really, too. Really, really did. I, I uh, by the way, Zip and I when we were on in Boston, all the hot music was happening in Boston. It was Aerosmith. Yeah, mm-hmm. the band yeah, Boston, yeah. the Jay Giles band, Giles. the Jay Talking Giles, first Heads. Band I ever saw live. Uh, the talking heads and the cars and this was yeah. like and i remember yeah. back then uh, we'd be like every other song is a song from boston yep. and then i moved and to then seattle. came extreme yeah. <laughs> yeah and i moved to seattle and i was like i think the uh i'm i must be the what do you call the person who inspires everything you're the muse i'm the muse, you're the muse. i don't do so anything the, so so invest now in, in Vermont music, people. Invest in Vermont music. Yeah, you want to make all the money. <laughs> I think the I think the tread on those tires is bare now. But yeah. thank you. It's a shame Detroit hasn't come up with yeah. anything. All right. Yeah. Uh, good, good call, buddy. Good call. Uh, all right. Next, um, there is a story out of Washington State uh-huh. that uh, I was looking for an update tonight. It was one of those kicker stories that was very interesting, and I cannot find an update. Um, this is a story from the Washington State Department of Agriculture. Their team of scientists, entomologists, was able to capture 
what is called a murder hornet because they've been spotted in your area, yeah. uh, Spike. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. I uh, do know that. Yep. Yeah. And the hashtag is Age, Asian Giant Hornet. I guess that's the politically correct instead of saying murder hornet because, you know, they're like, what's up, my M? Jane hornets. <laughs> yeah. Huge Jane hornets. <laughs> Um, anyway, they had caught one about sometime between now and last week. Sorry. And what they did, and there was a picture of it, is they tagged the Hornet with a GPS. They gave oh, it a wow. pre-flight strawberry jam meal, which is what the picture was, and then they released the Hornet. Now, the idea of this is if these Asian giant Hornets nicknamed murder hornets take over in this country it's another infestation of you know very damaging uh species which has happened a lot on earth and um they were tracking it to try and find the nest and destroy the nest which is the main that's the main part of the story no information about whether they mm. did that it's like afghanistan you hear about Usually it in the news just, and then you don't hear them, anything for a yeah. while sorry God. Usually don't they just give them like blankets with polio or smallpox on them or something? That's usually what they do? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that was, sorry. That was a hundred years ago. I'm sorry. My bad. No problem. That's a terrible thing. Terrible joke. Um, <laughs> We're leaving all those in now, post, by right? the way. It's a podcast, <laughs> yeah. folks. Welcome to the internet. Oh, so, damn it. <laughs> so the question is, uh, well, two questions. You haven't heard anything about it. And so this whole murder hornet scare hasn't affected you out in the Northwest yet. Well, I mean, you know, mur murder hornets came around at that inopportune time where we're like, um, like, you know, it was released the same week as uh, rumors by Fleetwood Mac. There's just too much noise to hear about murder hornets. We were dealing with, you know, the election thing, Russia Gate, a pandemic. All, who has time for murder hornets? You know, the hubcapping, stealing monkeys, they didn't get any press either, you know? That's true. Um, but it, it, murder hornets, they, they never came and they never went. You know, there, there's, there's been sightings here. Mm -hmm. There's no death yeah. cloud of murder hornets swarming yeah. over the Northwest like a plague of locusts or nothing like that. I did see the whole, you know, they're going to make little murder hornet drones or something like that. They're going to put, lowjack them and, and have them fly around. Right. right. They're just trying to figure <laughs> well, out the nest. Well, no, they, like they lowjacked right? them so they could track them to the nest. And again, there's been no update, but um, but that's Sending not really, yeah, that's not really <laughs> what the story made me think of. Like, we all know there's cameras everywhere, and we all know there's algorithms and artificial intelligence that are spying on us, and that internet companies, it's a trillion-dollar business to gather uh, information on people. And create the hell out of us. Yeah, yeah, and create profiles of them. And that, it, to some extent, the human uh, behavior has been hacked in that ads and clickbait and um, content can literally, with a great deal of certainty, not like the old days of Madison Avenue where they would ha try to have a good idea and see if it would work, but now they kind of, you know, artificial intelligence can know what we're going to do. And you're already tracked pretty well. You're carrying around a voluntary tracking device. Remember in the movies, you know, they would implant a chip in you. <laughs> Those guys making those movies didn't realize you'd willingly carry it if you could shop with it. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you, you'd shove a you'd shove a tracker up your ass. You could play Candy Crush on it. <laughs> so, so what this story, you know, what I caught from this story was I don't know the murder hornet's a clickbait, but what I caught from this story is 
you can GPS a bug. Yeah. And and, and what yeah. I said is that gives new meaning to the whole fly on the wall thing. I yeah. mean, maybe that dude on Mike Pence's hair was, was, was Russian. <laughs> I'm getting nothing. No waves. No intelligent waves. I'm getting no no signal. No. Si- Can I leave, please? I'm stuck. Hairspray. I am stuck. Help! Help! They can cook you on the on the front lawn of the White yeah. House with microwaves for crying out loud. I mean, I know the murder hornet is pretty big, and I'm looking at a picture of it, yeah. but the GPS has got to be a quarter, an eighth of an inch, uh, maybe a thirty-seconth of an inch thick. Yeah, it's the same one they're using in the uh, hypodermic needles uh, when they vax people. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Did you not know this? Yeah. This is a common knowledge. So, uh, Are you guys still getting your Soros checks, too? I stopped getting mine. What the hell happened? Man? I don't know what happened. Yeah. All right. Well, on to vaccinations. I did confess last week that I got an unauthorized third shot. Uh-huh. Uh, you haven't got one yet, Spike. It's way too early, isn't it? Is it? You haven't got one. I have not. Ed, you haven't got one. No, sir. None of you have thought about it. I have, though. I have not. Zip is I last in line for months, the vaccination. Eight months after your, yeah. Those are eight months after your last shot. According to? Uh, people who went to school. Thank you, Al Gore. <laughs> oh, no. no. Um, according to the CDC, well, that changed, by the way. That was the guidance a few days ago. And, and now they have announced that eight months after your second shot, I believe it is, uh, you can get a third one starting in late September because the World Health Organization pulled a political move where they said, hey, you in the United States, quit hogging the vaccines. You should postpone third shots. The reason they did that, that is because Pfizer and even Fauci announced that. Go ahead, Fauci. I did nothing of the kind. You said it's going to be <laughs> God, necessary. that's good. <laughs> It's not good. It's a pandemic for crying out loud. Yeah, but you said the third <laughs> vaccine will eventually be needed and very soon for people with autoimmune disorder. And by the way, you know how you know you have an autoimmune disorder? Yes, I get tested every day. They can't free. test for an autoimmune disorder. <laughs> they know if you have a transplant. They know certain things if you're taking immunosuppressant drugs to fight off AIDS or something like that. They know then that your immune system is suppressed because they did it on purpose. It's compromised. Yes. There are people with uh, diabetes. There are people with Epstein-Barr syndrome. There's a whole bunch of conditions where they know your immune system is suppressed. And one of them where there's a bunch of research on is Lyme disease. Unfortunately, Lyme disease is not recognized by the CDC. Or I don't know about the World Health Organization. So anyway... You cheated is what you're saying. Oh, I got an unauthorized vaccine. My body, my choice. <laughs> oh, 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 we've got Roe and Wade in the same room. Yes, Roe and All Wade. All of a sudden. Roe and Wade in the morning. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Roe and Wade. Not a good morning You're team. wrong. You're wrong. I don't think that's going to work. Roe so, and Wade in the morning. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's called the morning after team. Come on. Guys. Come on. Too soon. Come on. Yeah. We only work Saturdays, of course. It's got to be a morning after. Saturday and Sunday, the weekend morning after team. Okay, so uh, 
and by the way, here's the thing. Not all of you subscribe to all of the things that I've read, but basically what was going on is Israel announced that everyone over 60 was getting a third Pfizer yes. shot, yeah. followed by Germany, followed by uh, the uh, British uh, people. What do you call them? Great Aryans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, fourth Romans? Great, Great Britain or what's the name for the monarchy? What are the they called? The United Kingdom. The United Kingdom, yes. UK. And, and so once those three were doing it, and again, I'm not telling anybody, you should all do what you want to do. I looked at it and I went, is it against the law? Uh, what's the worst thing that could happen if I get some medical thing done and they don't like me for it? What would well, it be? To me, you'll live. That would be the worst. Well, one of the worst things is that I would live. The worst. We voted. Some four to five doctors would agree. No, they, they might not cover it. And I had read the cost of a shot was about 50 bucks. Yeah. So for really, um, you know, cost of a cup of coffee, a really good latte. Um, <laughs> <50 bucks. laughs> oh and, and here's the thing. And as I have this lime thing and I'm like, not sure. I, I, so I said, well, you know, I'm not going to lie because my mom's watching from heaven. And yeah. I just went and made an appointment. I already told you guys this. Did I tell you at the end of the show last week? I don't think so. I Excellent. think you did, yes. Yeah, amnesia, yeah. Ed, perfect, no problem. Uh, yeah, again, uh, or narcolepsy, it had set in early, perhaps. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Narcoleptic Ed, live from Detroit. Almost right. live, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, so since that happened, I, and, and I, I've been thinking, yeah, I mean, what am I going to say? These people didn't recognize Lyme. All medicines that I have to buy now for Lyme, I have to pay cash for because oh, none boy. of it's covered by insurance. Damn. I mean, I'm spending 500 bucks a month and they're going to charge me 50 bucks and, and and here's the thing i never would have jumped in front of somebody in line but there not only isn't a line in the united states for vaccine there I'm are sorry, tumbleweeds line blowing in line? by every desk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so yeah. anyway i did it good good and for you yeah i I suppose. We'll see what happens. I mean, you know, if you need to reheal your shoes, you reheal your shoes. No matter how many people are shoeless in the world, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead and get those new yeah, taps, yeah, my Joe friend. Jackson. Yeah, Joe <laughs> Jackson. So. Uh, and now, of course, they've announced, of course, we're going to have it for everybody. We're just going to be late and have lied to you just to to be consistent. <laughs> All right. Um, so you think the, so? You think the in, in closing, you think the eight month wait was just to to let the world catch up to, to dosing people? Yeah, I think it's a political move with the World Health it, Organization. It, it totally was. I I, I saw you've read that this too. Yeah, the World Health Organization yeah. was like telling they admitted us it though, not basically. be greedy. And um, the CDC is also figuring we got we still got to get the first shots into people. They see here's the problem because the media has turned into this thing where you can only scare people into thinking stuff. They think that's what they have to do instead of educating people. They're well, worked on you. Uh, no, worked, worked I, on you. Yeah. No, I read scientific data. That's what worked so on me. Ma so, ma yeah. so maybe they maybe they felt that you could you could go about eight months on the first one without really needing a booster. So they told people to wait eight months. Yeah. So, how do you describe need as they put you on a ventilator? Yeah. <laughs> well, when the first one stops being effective enough to be worthwhile. And there aren't enough data points to know for sure. 
What we know is that its effectiveness is declining, and in people with suppressed immune systems, it maybe wasn't that great to begin with, so it might decline faster. Right. Anyway, I've, I, I probably have a very interesting browser search history. Like, if you look up my browser history, you go, what kind of trouble can you get in for lying to get your third vaccine? And what's the best way to do it? <laughs> I'd go incognito if I were you, Bob. Yeah. How do you get to Epstein Island? <laughs> Epstein. Yeah. Log in, log in to, log in to thisiszipscomputer.com. <laughs> so, oh, anyway, enough is, confessionals, because yeah. someone may actually... I figure the worst thing that can happen is they go, hey... You didn't believe us after all the lies we've been telling you. I'll go, That's right. Uh, okay. Um, what, oh, oh, oh your, our, your your first topic I saw today that you had listed for potentials was really great. Okay, I, I thought. Yeah. All right. In fact, I meant to do that first, but I specifically held off because I wanted to do it when all of us were here. Plus, all I'm right. a bull and took over the reins. It happens. Let's okay, go. It's, all, it's all fine. I appreciate you not bringing it up. You're the best. So, one of my favorite phrases is all things in moderation. Uh, take a quick poll, zip. You like that phrase? I do, especially yeah. at this time in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. Ed, how do you feel about all things in moderation? Ambivalent in the secondary <laughs> sense of the word. Stop getting it to the punchline, because seriously, how do you really feel about it? Uh, I, I think that if you take anything in moderation, you can kind of get away with a lot of things. Ah, so you use it to cheat death. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reading. Nice. Wow, that was a, a whiplash of a reinterpretation. <laughs> um, I could be wrong. Uh, Spike, all things in moderation. My grandmother had a plaque on her kitchen wall, and I think anything my grandmother had on a plaque on her kitchen wall is worth doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, there's all a paradox. There's a paradox to that phrase though i only need one doctor <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry that sucked <laughs> there's a paradox there though. yeah why does all things in moderation work or not work why so here's the, here's what it's supposed to mean like for example ice cream for yeah. years i was like i can't have ice cream right and for other years, like back when grunge was, I was like, I can't have heroin. <laughs> okay, I still can't have that. Um, <laughs> but uh, potato chips, food, okay. Um, sex, you know, before being married with as many people as possible. No, in moderation. Um, speeding, like I could speed a little bit. If I could go 68 in a 65, but, you know, I can't speed, like, as fast as I can possibly go. Is that That's sort of what the phrase means to me, right? I did 80 mm. today. This is Detroit. <laughs> Sorry. <Sure. laughs> Got to get out, huh, buddy? Yeah. yeah. yeah no. I get it. Yes. So that's, but I mean, that's the whole idea is you're not going to get in too much trouble if you do nah, it in moderation. They don't even blink till you're over 100. So I was wow. thinking about that phrase, and my son and I were discussing it. And I said, all things in moderation, except... Moderation. You got to be hard ass about that moderation shit. You got to go all the way. <laughs> you know, uh, can't, long way to go for that joke, but is that a paradox? <laughs> if it's all things in moderation, 
That's not. That's moderation. Like, that's like a peacekeeping missile. That's not correct. <laughs> it's got to be a moderate amount of things in moderation. <laughs> Uh, wow. Mr. Carlin. Is that sound like a George Carlin thing? Oh, my God. Absolutely. He's on point. It's very Carlin esque. When you beat someone up with their own brain, that's a Carlin esque. He did shine light in a lot of corners that we didn't look. Wow. Big time. And he was prolific. Well, it's well, it's funny because, you know, uh, one of the things I've been wanting to talk about is I, I think my kid could be too brilliant. For her own and kid. there is such a wow. thing. I met those really people. Is. I know wow. those people. Uh, which but kid that's, is this? That's, that's, it's not, it's not Ryan, oh, right? You're so sweet to even say there might be a chance to both of them. Oh my God, I love you. Um, <laughs> um, it, I, I love my both my um, both my girls. Both could, of them I, equally. I could both could be equally extra smart, but one of them just no, seems I could, to show it. Uh, I could spend yeah. 90 minutes talking about how impressive Ryan's been since she returned from New York. She sounds wonderful. How that yeah. changed her. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Darby is my little one is scary smart i i think and i you know there's no such thing as too smart there's no such thing as too brilliant but i'm gonna give you two examples of why it scares me and i think it could be worrisome so i think moderation it, even on genius is a mm -hmm. good thing mm -hmm. so too she smart had for a, your own good yeah. well she so, and you know that's that's a, a a beaten cliche i guess but it's there's some truth to it but yeah um well she she had an assignment at school she was taking a push, America, uh, AP Advanced, Prepar Advanced Preparatory U.S. History, hmm. a push, okay, um, and they covered a, a wide array, array of topics. This and is they, they to had prepare to, for the next school level, correct? Well, yes, it's actually getting college course credit right. for a history right, right, right. course okay. in, while yeah. in high school. Um, so, you know, they had all these topics, and they were the final assignment was to pick one thing they touched on briefly and do a more in-depth dive into that particular topic. Okay, so and people chose everything from you know the 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 Oklahoma City massacre that, that they just had for Juneteenth, that thing. And I don't, I don't mean to dismiss that quickly. It's my brain's not working that fast. Um, at whatever topic it may be. So Darby picked the Salem witch hunts. Ah. She's going to do a report on the Salem witch hunts. I live right near there. Uh, right. Let me know if she needs some pictures or something. Pe people people did video slides. People made those three-sided boards you make in science fair. People mm -hmm. wrote essays. Darby wrote performed and produced a seven-song mini-opera by herself about wow. the Salem witch trials. Wow. I'm not freaking kidding. She wrote seven she sing, original really songs. Sing? She, she sings really well. Wow. And she plays Ryan guitar. Ryan sings pretty piano. well, too, but Ryan is Ryan also sings a way, Ryan's, Yeah. Oh, but man. so she, and, and she's like, I'm going to make this mini-opera about that. I'm like, that's a really cool idea. Is it on and YouTube? Can we play it right now? Um, I'll, I'll find it and post it for you. Okay. I'll have to get a permission, but I will. And I'm saying, and so I, I, after about a week of her working like till four in the morning on this thing, mm -hmm. the deadline's coming. I'm like, honey, maybe you don't have to be this. Maybe you don't need an overture, an underture, a slight return sure. to, 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 you know, just write three Why little songs. Why don't just work like, in moderation on this? I, I'm telling you. Well, you so know what? Like, Here's one of my favorite, favorite phrases. Good enough. Just make it good enough. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. Look at this. Tell, tell me about. Yeah. Look, look at this. Tell me about what this one one song won't get you an A. Tell me. Tell me why you need six more songs. Wow. Bob Rivers driving towards the middle because he likes it there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Safe at home. Um, anyway, so she turns in this seven song mini opera. This little, you know. And the teacher called me. He goes, did she? You know, I got to. 
I think your kid, did she really write this? Because if she plagiarized this, we have a problem. And I'm like, dude, I, sw- I swear. He's like, you can't. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. I met you. I'm not sure your this. kid could be this smart. That's yeah. kind of the vibe I got, but yeah, I didn't want to yeah. go there. But, but the other thing she did was, and this one I can send you immediately. Um, there's this national, and I'm sorry to take up so much time, but there's this national scavenger hunt. It's online, as all things are. That's yeah. something. The word "gish" I think is, is is some, but it's it's a national scavenger hunt where people do things. You have to get an Oscar winner, um, shoving their Oscar in their butt is one of the things you have to get. <laughs> and, 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 I don't, and, and I don't mean, and I mean just you know, I don't mean graphically, but you have okay, to get them kind of making fun with their penetration, Oscar. Not yes. literal, not literal penetration. <laughs> okay. um, by the way, I know an Oscar winner, and I got her that one. I helped. Her <laughs> Oh man, Um, I'm laughing on the outside. So, so um, one of the things was make an edible Mona Lisa. Okay, edible Mona Lisa. You know, Mona Mona Lisa has been a topic for two weeks on this podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I missed last week. I'm sorry. It went viral, so viral that thousands of years later, it's still every person can picture the Mona Lisa in their head, which makes no sense because there was no internet when it was made. Right. Right. True. It Go was ahead. in every book I ever read as a kid. Yeah. So her and her cousin had a sleepover, and Darby made this. I'm gonna, Bob, I'm going to text this to you right now so you can look at it. And I'm, I'm not sure how to share it with anybody else. I don't know okay. if I have Edward or uh, Zip's number. Is this something we can't share <laughs> with the whole room, though? Did you yeah, bring yes, it up you, for yes, everybody? You yes, yes, you may. Yes, <laughs> okay. you may. She made this cookie, um, and it looks like the Mona Lisa. Oh. So I, I went and picked her up the next morning. And she goes, you want to see our cookie? I'm like, yeah. And she showed us cookie. I'm like, did you guys get one of those printers, printers. that prints in sugar for yeah. cakes? Right. And Darby said, no, I painted this by hand using watercolors. Your daughter painted cookie. the Mona Lisa by hand with watercolors. And it yeah, looks good. Yeah, on a sugar cookie. Wow. I, just, I just texted. It on me. one cookie? One big cookie. It's a, and it's, the same, it's funny. It's the same size as the Mona Lisa. That's her painting? Which is not... That's her. I know. That's Holy her. Holy If you if you've got Ed and Zip's numbers, you can you can send it to him real quick. Yeah, I'll take a look at this. I'm going to actually I'm going to send this to our webmaster and put it in the in the ad for the podcast. Please, Darby don't. painted this I, I, on a I, cookie. Bob, she painted this on a cookie, and she showed me the practice cookies where she would paint the cookie and then bake it and see how it turned out. So she wrote an eight-song opera and painted the Mona Lisa on a cookie <laughs> just to try and get an A. Are you sure you know, she's this, not adopted, Spike? No, she's his. If I didn't watch them rip her out of my, my wife's stomach, <laughs> okay. if I wasn't there those two minutes it happened, I, I would tell you she might be adopted. That's amazing. Tell her she's amazing, forced, please. Thank you. But that, two minutes but to conceive, too. I, I'm going to send yeah. it to you guys right now so that uh, and it, yeah, we will it post it. Uh, even if we don't post it on the actual, well, I'll post it on Facebook. Hang on a second. Yeah, you, you can do that. That's just, that's like so crazy. I know, right? It's, it's It really is scaring me. Zip and Ed, uh, I, I, Zip, Zip, by the way, doesn't yeah. have a, an iPhone. Oh, he's got a flip phone. <laughs> he's got a rotor. Like flip phone. Oh, so yeah. stop. I can't send it. Well, I can't text he's, him and Ed. He's got, he's got a beeper. If I text yeah, him I and Ed at the same time, it. he doesn't get it. I've got the latest I think I just sent it to Ed, yes. so. Okay, well, you guys both just got it in an email. It is the most incredible okay. thing. Uh, first off. And I, and I swear to you, she did this freehand using food coloring on a cookie. How old? She is 17 now. Mm. Okay. Really smart. Yeah, I, I could tell she was smart before it came through on anything. Last time I saw her, she was fourteen, and I was over <laughs> your house, and I was like, 
oh, there's at least one adult living in this house now. That's amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> at least one. But, um, but when she digs into these projects for 36 straight hours yeah. to finish up these seven-song mini-opera on time and turn it in, Heavens. and when she so stays up for tried. 18, or when she works 18 straight hours on this cookie. This right. is pointillism. So, so you sake. have pointed out, by the way, that all things in moderation is bullshit. Because you want your daughter to be this good. And by the way, uh, all things in moderation, there would be no Steve Jobs. There yeah. would be no Jeff Bezos. Yeah. There would be no uh, Elon Musk. We um, wouldn't be speaking right now because that shit wouldn't have been right. invented. There'd Without, be no cocaine or good music from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can keep going with these lists. Some of those things maybe would have been better without cocaine. Yeah. No, sir, I am the family stone. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All things in moderation is like kumbaya. It's it would be nice. Uh, but that, yep, it's a good that's, meme. That's, yeah. uh, so that's again, the, the correct phrase, and I'm giving it to you all now: a moderate amount of things in moderation will have you better off. I like your reiteration. It's very good. Yeah, a moderate amount of things in moderation. <laughs> it was oh, fucked yeah. up. That's what it should have been from the beginning. I've corrected yeah. it. You're welcome. And made history in the, in the, in the process. Bob. I hope a thousand years from now, when some little girl is painting the Mona Lisa, she goes, do you know that Bob Rivers said to moderate things in moderation? But it won't happen. I think he spent more than a moderate amount of time On going this, yeah. over this. This <laughs> cookie has a hundred hours into it. Yeah. yeah, how long did you spend on that man. cookie? That is crazy. About 18, about 18 hours, okay. I swear. See, see 18 yeah. fucking hours. Who decorates a cookie for right. 18 hours? And by right. the way, is it okay if I swear? She's not going to listen to this, is she? But she swears no, by no, now. She's in no. your house. Uh, yes, yes, She's she heard does. a few yes, of words. All right. I've heard a few bombs fall through the walls. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> all right, we're about, we're about done, guys. But before we go, uh, I want to once again plug this amazing special that I want to share with everybody. Bo Burnham. His special is called Inside. Have you seen it, Spike? No, the other guys hadn't seen it. Uh, my very intelligent daughter turned me on to Bo Burnham. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. So what I was telling Zip and Ed McMahon over here <laughs> is that the only way to, right. the only way to find said. the really cool stuff is to have young people. Now, Ed dates them, so he should have. <laughs> oh. Oh. Boom. Oh, oh, Boom. That's kind of hey, hurt. she's legal. <laughs> she's very legal. But that's how yeah. you find out about stuff. And yes. so have you seen Inside by Bo Burnham yet? No. Uh, Spike. Yes, I have. Okay. So you know Tarby the song. Me on with. Okay, so you know the song already. I, I I saved the best song for last. I played um and by the way, you know who Bo Burnham was influenced by? Tom Lehrer. Mm. Oh really? <gasps> yes. Wow. He's writing social commentary in funny songs in a, in an intellectual way. And that's Tom Lehrer. Remember Werner von Braun? Sure. No, you don't. That's I, well, do I do. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm Bob, I'm, I'm almost 60 now. Come on. I just. You're think, almost I as old as me. Uh, it, it, it's a, it's, I'm not going to play. I'll play it next week. Well, that's, kind, that's kind of Garrison Keeler, too, right? For people yes. who are kind of a bridge artist. Yes. yes. Who might be younger folks might know. So uh, the song I want to play to close out the show is called Welcome to the Internet. You're familiar with it, Spike. Yes, I am. Oh, boy. Flipping genius. It's as good as the Mona Lisa on a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat it. Nah. <laughs> 
All right, let's see. Leonardo da Crunchy brand presents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. Let's see if I uh, let's see if I hit the right button because I can't tell for sure. Here we go. Welcome to the internet. Have a look around. Anything that brain of yours can think of can be found. We've got mountains of content, some better, some worse. If none of it's of interest to you, you'd be the first. Welcome to the internet. Come and take a seat. Would you like to see the news or any famous women's feet? There's no need to panic. This isn't a test. <laughs> Just nod or shake your head and we'll do the rest. Welcome to the internet. What would you prefer? Would you like to fight for civil rights or tweet a racial slur? Be happy, be horny, be bursting with rage. We got a million different ways to engage. Welcome to the internet. Put your cares aside. Here's a tip for straining pasta. Here's a nine-year-old who died. We got movies and doctors and fantasy sports and a bunch of colored pencil drawings of all the different characters in Harry Potter fucking each other. Welcome to the internet. Hold on to your socks, cause a random guy just kindly sent you photos of his cock. They are grainy and off-putting. He just sent you more. Don't act surprised, you know you like it, you whore. See a man beheaded, get offended, see a shrink. Show us pictures of your children, tell us every thought you think. Start a rumor, buy a broomer, send a death threat to a boomer, or DM a girl and groomer, do a zoomer, find a tumor in your Here's a healthy breakfast option. You should kill your mom. Here's why women never fuck you. Here's how you can build a bomb. Which Power Ranger are you? Take this quirky quiz. Obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your kids. Could I interest you in everything all of the time? A little bit of everything all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything all of the time. Could I interest you in everything all of the time? A little bit of everything all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything all of the time. Not over yet. You know, it wasn't always like this. Not very long ago, just before your time, right before the towers fell, circa 99. This was catalogs, travel blogs, a chat room or two. We set our sights and spent our nights waiting for you, you, insatiable you. Mommy let you use her iPad, you were barely two, and it did all the things we designed it to do. Now look at you, oh, <laughs> look at you, 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 unstoppable, watchable, your time is now, your inside's out, honey, how you To put the world in your hand
Time. Could I interest you in everything, all of the time? A little bit of everything, all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything and anything and everything and anything and everything and all of the time. Here you go. Wow. <laughs> My brain is broke. <laughs> How about that? Oof. Rather intense. His special's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. This is when not having a 30 year old kid that knows you're his dad comes in unhandy, right, Zip? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Thanks for that observation. No, I mean, that kid, the Bo Burnham. Hammer no, no, I hear you. No, I hear you. Bo Burnham, by the way, yeah. during the special turned 30. And I'm not going to give this Ooh, away, but there's a great bit he's about over. it. He's over. He turned 30. <laughs> he just turned 30. And he can write Broadway scores like that. Just like yeah. just like Darby, right? <laughs> All of the time. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty amazing stuff. By the and, way, Bo yeah. turns 31 this week. This week? Okay. He's just about to I know that. Expert. I know that from the internet. I just read that up on the right. internet. Well, and, and there we have it. I mean... We've fucked this planet up pretty good. Big time. It, it's up yeah. to Bo and Darby to fix it. <laughs> it there's a money show waiting. Yeah, happen. and and Lizzie as well, Ed's girlfriend, because she's in her twenties. Yeah. yeah. Lizzie, mix up the martini. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie's fun. She's a, actually a Patreon supporter of the podcast. But she's yeah. like Norm's wife on Cheers and that she won't come on the podcast. <laughs> she, she, she listens to it. She has a sense of humor. She knows they have a, you know, May, December. It's actually like a February, December uh, romance. But um, wow. yes. but it, they're good. I, I think they're like Summer and Steve. I think if the, I'm ever allowed to meet her, I'll like her. Oh, she, she's dying to meet you. She, she loves the way you say Internet. She's, uh, internet. Yeah. Internet. Yeah. That's a New York the thing. East Coast thing. That's from listening. And to... She ran into a New Yorker today. Yeah. So. It, it, that's a listening to New York radio. The internet, like Howard Stern would say, the internet. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> the internet. You can do Howard Stern, right? Can you? I can do most, most, mostly, but it's a late, late generation Howard Stern. It's the, it's the, the vintage Howard Stern, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay, I don't know which one. Well, you got to give me the '90s Howard Stern, the 2010 Howard Stern, and the 2020 the more sensitive <laughs> Howard Stern after years of therapy. Dang, damn, fuck! Those are the, <laughs> dang, damn, fuck! Okay, I think it's the best show in, in radio. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, that's going to conclude another exciting podcast. Uh, Spike, thank you for joining us. Are you still commuting yeah, between man. Portland and Seattle? Yeah, but in fact, this week I drove down and came back the same day, which was yesterday. Wow. I'm doing okay. 500 miles a week. Well, seriously, every week or every other week, whatever you feel comfortable with, we'd love having you join us. I and, appreciate um, it. Uh, any last-minute things to plug? I have one, but I, I'm always going first, so I'll go last. Okay. 
I was trying to wait. I was trying to wait and be kind. Is all. Okay. Uh, what do you what what, what do you want to uh, clue us into, Spike? This will air on Thursday the eighteenth. Is that correct? Thursday is or the nineteenth. No, today's the eighteenth. Tomorrow's the nineteenth. Thursday the nineteenth. It'll then be today. Will be playing by the time the podcast is released. You have to hear the podcast on day one. We'll be we'll, we'll be playing tonight then. Okay, and Spike and the Impalers. Park. Yep. All right. Oh, where are you playing? Uh, the park in Puyallup, downtown Puyallup. Oh, it's a wonderful City place. Park. Yes. The COVID dome, they're calling so it. So, if anybody now. has a private jet on the East Coast and wants right. to go see his buddy. If you can pronounce <laughs> it, admission is free. Puyallup. Okay. Puyallup. Uh, the uh, show I want to give a quick plug to, we just finished watching. I um, From the trailer of this show, I didn't want to watch it. But I liked the subject matter, so I didn't let my wife see the trailer. Because the trailer looked, <laughs> seriously, the trailer looked like a stupid comedy. And even yeah. the first episode seemed stupid, but the character development was incredible, and there is an interesting fact about this show. It was produced entirely during the pandemic. It's called The White wow. Lotus. It's on HBO. And they, you know, been releasing one episode a week. Screw that. I don't watch any of these until all of them are out. <laughs> I know. I don't watch Who TV can do that, that anymore? What happened last week America. with the mayor of Easttown? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> uh, the White Lotus follows guests and employees at an exclusive tropical resort. Oh, it's actually the uh, Four Seasons in Maui. And um, the character development of this, basically all these people arrive for a one-week vacation at the same time. And they're all outrageous characters. I'm going to give anything away except that at first I thought, I don't know. And then by the end of it, and we're watching it with multiple generations, Keith and Leanne are here. And just an incredible, so much social commentary. And because they have people of all ages, you get right. the perspective of a you know, teenager. You get this perspective of 18 year olds 20 year olds you get this perspective of a really uh, really old people on vacation not that bob zip and ed don't already have that (laughs) 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 Uh, but and everybody in between very well done the white lotus on hbo this week's recommendation and uh of course bo burnham you know we can't claim to recommend him we were basically you know we were handed that turned on by our kids. Yeah, yeah by and by the way, uh, Keith's a millennial, barely. What do you call Darby? What what generation? She's Gen Z, I believe. Right? Gen Z, yeah. Yep, that's cool. What's after Gen Z? I mean, you know, we were, we're following the Delta. we're following Delta Lambda. Yeah, <laughs> <What's that? laughs> really. Okay, Animal House. Yeah. Okay, you guys, be well. I will play a Tom Lehrer song at the end of the show here, and uh, we will discuss it next week. Uh, hopefully, talk to you all then. Be well. Remember this golden classic. Playing the hits of yesteryear just for you. Gather round while I sing you a Werner von Braun. 
A man whose allegiance is ruled by expedience. Call him a Nazi, he won't even frown. Nazi schmatzi, says Werner von Braun. Don't say that he's hypocritical. Say rather that he's apolitical. Once the rockets are up, who cares where they come down? <laughs> That's not my department, says Werner von Braun. <laughs> some have harsh words for this man of renown, but some think our attitude should be one of gratitude, like the widows and cripples in old London town who owe their large pensions to Werner von Braun. You too may be a big hero once you've learned to count backwards to zero. In German or English, I know how to count down. And I'm learning Chinese, says Werner von Braun. Now you remember Werner von Braun? Anything, anybody? He was, a, was the Nazi nuclear scientist. Right? He was the Nazi nuclear scientist who worked with us on the Manhattan NASA. Project. And he became. They got wow. him from Germany, did they? And he was swift boated, gotcha. wouldn't you say, Spike? Yeah. We traded for him, yes, yes. Yes, he did get <laughs> swift boated in. He got swift boated yes. because, oh, he, when it was inconvenient, when something went wrong, it was like, they got this Nazi, they got to get rid of him. He and Melania both got genius visas. <laughs> that's, that's fallen off the page, okay, had it? totally off the page. But now do you see why they compare Bo Burnham to... Um, oh, yeah. God, yeah. I mean, there's nothing currently trending on Twitter about Werner von Braun, but in its day it no, would have no. tweeted. All right, that's it. I know this, I know this, I know this afterward, but have you guys seen Bill Maher this week yet? They might no. catch it this last week. Who did he talk to? He interviewed, um, he, well, but in the pre-interview before the panel, panel was a, a couple of people. They're both, it was a good panel, but it was because. Oh, wait a minute. Was this with the, um, who's the former Democratic yes. National Committee chairwoman who did cable news? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Donna. Donna. What's her name? Yeah. Oh, she was horrible, by the way. Black she was, lady. Spicy. She was trying to be a comedian. That, that I know. Yeah. But I was, I was referring okay. to the Steve Martin, Martin. Uh, yes. Steve Martin and Martin Mull. Oh, yeah, Again, Ma no, not Martin Mull. It um, was Martin Mull. No, it wasn't Martin Mull. Oh, what's his I know, name? I'm doing it too. I'm the same. Steve Martin. I'm gonna edit all this that a little. Yeah. Martin Damn. Short. Martin oh, Short. Marty Short. Yeah, Martin Short. Yeah. Yep. That that segment was brilliant. Those two are phenomenal. phenomenal yeah. People. I thought it was old, and they sounded old, and that Darby would have been bored and gone back to painting. No. Mona Lisa. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Did you really? I was embarrassed because wow. I was watching it with my oh, thirty-seven-year-old son, and I'm looking at him. I'm going like, he's not getting any of this. That's the thing. Oh, there wow. is a real age gap now, which is why uh, I look for stuff that, you know, like back bridges yeah. the gap. Back yeah. in the day, I all guess. in the family bridged the gap. Like uh, parents, geez, here we go again. Yeah, parents sat down with their kids and learned that racism made you look stupid. Wow, boy, do we need that today? Wow, that's exactly what <laughs> that, it did. that wow. show would not get made today. Yeah, see, I don't buy any oh, of family, that. Family, no way. I, I don't no, buy that. It wouldn't be made the same way. But 
That's exactly what people like Bo Burnham are doing. They're pushing the edges. And by the way, it wouldn't be made on network TV, which is convenient no. because no one watches network TV. <laughs> <laughs> no the irony is they are yeah. remaking it with a with a black family. Yes, oh. Yeah. oh, we also forgot one <laughs> topic. Know. By the way, we're not going away. We forgot one topic, which is Afghanistan, which we can do really quickly. Oh, <laughs> well, it took about twenty years to fuck up, right? Yeah. It took twenty years fu to fuck up, and that is the summary. In other words, it only takes ten seconds to really be honest about it. Anybody who's trying to blame one person should uh, like one hide president. their head in the sand and realize we fucked up as a country uh, for twenty yeah. years, and mm -hmm. we didn't even cover it as much as we covered Dr. Seuss and Aunt Jemima. Shame on our media. <laughs> <laughs> Where was Donna Brazil when we needed her? Donna Brazil, that's what it was. Yes, that's her. Yeah, yeah. So Afghanistan, like some a friend of mine tweeted that you know, oh now we're bringing back terrorism. I'm like, dude, mm. yeah. So as if like we have to keep the profits going for the military industrial complex, or terrorists will uh, destroy. That almost makes me believe in a conspiracy theory. By the way, because it profits so many U.S. contractors, big money. Yeah, million dollars a, a drone or a bomb. Hang on. Yeah. It's time for the tin foil. Tin foil on my head. <laughs> Reynolds Rap three, River. Right. Three hundred million. A, That's it. That's all the politics we have. Three hundred million time a day. Is that what we did? Three hundred million a day. They spent there, right? All right. All right. People probably already tuned out when we said the show was over. So this time we really. No, hold need, on. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you the the smartest thing I've heard about Afghanistan. Okay. The very smartest thing, and you're right. There's enough blame for everybody to go back for seconds. When it comes to blaming about Afghanistan, the smartest thing I heard anybody say was a woman who said they should have just trained and armed the women. Yes. Uh, you think they would have laid down in, in a week? <laughs> Go back to the Stone Age? <laughs> not a no, chance. they would not have. If you'd have trained all female government and military and armed only and them, that's one of those old jokes. So that's like, and, and they democracy. would have written it. No, in, do that. It would have not, been Henry Kissinger's no, no, no. handwriting. I'm sorry, I've right, heard that one a, Yeah, I know it's <laughs> Nixon's urine, but it's in Kissinger's handwriting. Yeah, I know. I know the joke. It's an old one. But I'm serious. I'm think about that though, dude. It should be the women. Think, think about that. Um, actually, I if they if they would just put some Amazon distribution centers in the country, everything would be fair. Jesus. Right. Everybody be well. God bless. You too, guys. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip.